Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I am Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, this week I am shaking in my boots. How come? Because it's cold out there. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Yeah. It's so cold, Tom, uh-huh. that uh, I had to take my winter coat out of the the closet and wear that instead wow. of my fall coat. Yeah. Is this the uh, what is it? Arctic Arctic chill Arctic blast Ar- Arctic Arctic Yeah, um, I think so. I think it just gets there cold. Were, no, every no, once in a there while. was like a there was a tsunami, not a tsunami, a um, not a tsunami. What do they call uh, a typhoon? Typhoon, yeah. Okay. Uh, and that like disrupted the air, the wind. Sure, but like. But no, like this wind, Tim, the reason why it's so cold is it's from the North Pole. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I know that sounds like I'm joking. but Is that why it smells like gingerbread? Yeah, Tim. Gingerbread and toys being made. Yeah. Oh, wow. This yeah. is... Uh... No, it like disrupted the jet stream or something. That's why it, we got like this huge cold blast. You yeah. were in Texas. You even got it there. I was in you Texas. You got it there a few days before we did. Where it was supposed to be warm... Normally, from what I understand, Mm -hmm. especially since they've just been uh, contributing so much to warming the globe, Uh, they're, you know, putting in extra hours to Mm -hmm. try to make it hotter. And it was it was colder in Texas than it was here. Yeah. It was like I said, because of the the Arctic chill. Yeah, it was a bunch of bunk. It's weird that the wind only goes that one way. Um, Or the jet stream only goes that one way. I mean, it's just the it's the way that. It's the way God the world created, turns. Uh, jet streams. Because the world turns this way and the wind goes this way. It's a, it's a good visual. <laughs> um, what about you, Tom? How are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good, Tim. Uh, I had a, uh, well, I mentioned this to you earlier, but I had a, I've been thinking a lot about sandwiches lately. Not thinking, uh, yeah, thinking a lot about sandwiches. You did mention this to me earlier, but I, think what you fail to realize is that I think every time I see you, you have a sandwich-related yeah. complaint. Complaint or, or observation. Like, yeah, but the observation borders on the, like, you wouldn't believe this jerk <laughs> screwed up this sandwich this time. Yeah. I feel like you're a guy that might need to start just making his own sandwiches all the time. Oh, no, I do make my own sandwiches, Tim. Uh, uh, yeah, Fluffernutter. I'm talking about uh, investing in a deli slicer your damn self, Tom. (laughs) No, that would be extravagant and dangerous. It's not that dangerous. It's no more dangerous than a knife. People are always cutting their fingers off. I used it as a 17-year-old in the butcher shop, Tom, when Mm -hmm. I worked at the butcher shop. And if 17-year-old Tim could do it with his (laughs) bumbling, I'm nervous, oh, a girl looked at me, (laughs) I dropped the ham or whatever... If I, I used could to do drop it, the ham. That's gross. And I know. Then just put it back on the slicer. I uh, slice the dirt off over the water under the water. Tom, when I worked at that butcher shop, uh-huh. I was not a good employee. <laughs> wow, I can't imagine. Like so many times, I'd be vomiting in the bathroom and then coming out and serving ladies their chicken cutlets. <laughs> um. Anyway, what were you saying? You had a sandwich. Oh no, there? I went to buy a sandwich today. And uh, I think the the man working behind the counter was an imposter. I don't think he worked there. <laughs> I thought you meant an imposter, like uh, an alien, like an imposter oh, human. He might have been. 
Because I ordered a very simple sandwich, Tim. I just ordered uh, roast beef, cheddar, and horseradish. And he was like, roast beef, cheddar, and what? <laughs> and I had to say horseradish, which is a word that's hard for me to say. I know it is. Uh, you, you know what? That's your curse, because you love horseradish and you love Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> yeah. And both those those They're words. Hard to say. Yeah. I actually um before we started recording, if I can disclose this to the audience, um, I just heard you you went into the bathroom, you said you had to freshen up, but <laughs> I just heard you going horseradish, 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 horseradish. Yeah. In lieu of my normal vocal warm ups before the show. Yeah. I had to say horseradish like five times and he was just like, what? And then I there there were jars of horseradish right there because it's a deli. And I picked one. I was like, you know, this stuff, this the stuff you guys sell at the deli. Things that you're shoving that you got me addicted to and now yeah. you pretend like you don't even know what it is. OK, uh, so I I imagine uh he made the sandwich great, and uh, you just went on your way? Um, yeah, he did a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, but the other sandwich thing that, uh, that I haven't told you about, Tim, is uh, uh, I really like uh, salami now. Oh. <laughs> I, I know that might be a surprise, but uh, I never used to like salami. I think it was just uh, I hadn't tried it. Okay, did you, but you, I've seen you eat pepperoni pizza. Yeah. And salami is just like pepperoni. Yeah, it's Who just knew? a salted meat. Yeah. It's just, uh, they take a bunch of gross meat things mm-hmm. that, like, you would Grind never want to eat. Grind it all up, put it in something, mm-hmm. and then slice it, which seems like a lot of work, but, like, I guess you got to do something to get people <laughs> to eat that crap. Yeah. Yeah, well, I like, I like salami too, man. Use some salami and provolone. Mm. <laughs> uh i think i just never really thought about it before like i would i never this happens a lot with me i think the same thing about ham all the time too. <laughs> <laughs> i i have no idea and i think about frivolous shit constantly uh-huh. all day every day yeah. of my life but your your brain works in a pretty strange way my friend there are just a lot of deli meats that uh i think i don't like or at least i would never order but if I get a sandwich, say like an Italian hero, and it's got it on there, I'm like, this is delicious. But I don't put it together of like... Are you just like, oh, this is delicious. They must use a different kind of <laughs> olive oil. Or like there's a, there's a different kind of mustard than usual. It's not the the main ingredient. No, I think I, I just have it, I have it so, so ingrained in my head, the deli meats I like, that uh, I just never think to, uh, you know... Uh, go outside the box once in a while. Well, I'm proud of you, Tom. Branching out. Thank you. I've grown a lot as a person this week. What about uh, bread choice? <sighs> um, and I don't care. I'm look. I'm not asking what your favorite bread choice mm-hmm. is, but are there certain breads that you've stayed away from? Uh, I feel like you're growing in the meat department, mm-hmm. which sounds really <laughs> gross. <laughs> I really wish I didn't use the phrase growing in the meat. I feel that you're growing in the meat department, friend. I don't want to do this show anymore. uh, (laughs) You take a break so I can go take a shower? (laughs) No, bread. Breads. Because guess what, man? Mm -hmm. Rye. Oh, yeah, usually I get rye bread. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's always been uh, wheat for me. Yeah. Rye. It's a revelation. <laughs> a revelation. I've, I've, I've seen the light, Tom, and it is 
rye flavored. Yeah, no, I tasted the light. I would always get uh, rye for some reason. I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know. But uh, uh, this is this is compelling. You ever get a pumpernickel? Yeah, I got pumpernickel, man. What, what do you think? Well, uh, yeah, I have to get all uh, defensive about it. Okay. You know what? Though? I'll eat any kind of bread. Yeah, me too. Yeah, really, not a bread I don't like. Oh, it's my curse. I'll never fit into my swimsuit. Ack. I like bread too much. <laughs> Is that your Kathy, the comic yeah. Kathy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of co-opting her, her persona- personality for my own. They still make that comic? Yeah, they do. What, do you not read the funny pages? No, I don't read the funny pages. I think they've uh, taken the the funny pages and like condensed them in... like. When we were kids, it used to be like four pages yeah, of yeah. color comics in there. I think it's like a quarter page, and like all the the, the comic strips are, are like tiny. an inch high, no. and like you can't even you need a magnifying to say what see what high is saying. I can probably count on one hand how many times I've bought a newspaper in your whole life. Yeah. Well, yeah. not when I was I like mean, a kid, shows. you'd have to do it for uh, uh, school or whatever. Yeah. But that's like another thing that never crossed my mind. Uh, I'll be like, oh, I'm bored. I gotta, you know, get on a train or something. Yeah, buy a newspaper. It's yeah. real romantic, Tom. And then if it's raining on the way home, you hold it over your head. Like uh, it'll just get all wet if you do that. I know, but you're done with it at this point, and it only cost you but a dollar, and you've. It's done. not gonna do much to keep you dry. I hate when they do that in movies. It will do more than nothing, Tom. God, <sighs> hate it when you get like this. But then you're just gonna have a, a soaking wet newspaper to carry around. You throw it out. Then just throw it out in the first place. Then what are you going to do? Just get all wet? Yeah. Just buy a newspaper and hold it over your head in the rain. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear any more about uh, it. Magazine does better job. It's glossy. No, because it'll get water. It's glossy. It's your... It won't. <laughs> it's not as big. Are you uh, talking about a tabloid or a broadsheet? Yeah. Hadn't thought about that, have you? Mm-hmm. How come you never got into newspaper comics, Tom? Oh, no, I was into it. When I was a kid, I was really into newspaper comics. Like uh, Blondie? Were you a Blondie? <laughs> I was guy? really into Blondie. Uh, no, I liked uh, Calvin Hobbes and Farside and... Uh, uh, BC? <laughs> no, I did not like BC. Every, it was... How many... You got to hand it to the creator of BC. Uh-huh. It was always a joke. There's two cavemen standing mm-hmm. around, and one of them was chipping away at a wheel. <laughs> yep. And it was always some kind of joke or pun about... Reinventing the wheel, or like, uh, I, it was always wheel based humor. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what other uh, ones I would read in there. They had like a Spider Man comic, but that was stupid. I never liked when they did that. Because no, also, it didn't you can make never sense. get into it. It's, yeah. It's always like, I don't want to see Spider Man just do a one liner and then not punch someone in the face. <laughs> Yeah, it just always struck me as like, what kind of cheap bastard sitting there reading uh, Spider-Man three panels at a time instead of just going and buying a comic book for for goodness sake? <laughs> well, you know, Spider- same guy, but Tom... Spider-Man for cheapskates, yeah, you should have called that comic. Well, here's the thing. It's somebody who likes to get the most bang for their buck. Because boom, number one, you uh, you don't need to buy a book mm-hmm. or a radio you get your news by reading in the newspaper. Number two, you don't have to buy a comic book because you just read the funny pages. Number three, <laughs> you don't need to buy an umbrella because you just hold it over your head when you leave the train. 
I think they were always telling the same story in Spider-Man too. Like it was just always repeating. I mean, that's the way I feel about comics in general. So, well, but these in particular, they stunk. You heard it here first. Don't read the Spider-Man newspaper comics. Tim, uh, this week we're talking about Uber. Do you know what Uber is? I don't lie to me. I do know what Uber is. Tom. <laughs> right. Good. Uh, why don't you tell everyone? It's the newest style of bubblegum. Dumb son of a bitch. Uh, no. It's it's. I think it's uh it's it's German. Mm-hmm. It's they'll come and pick you up in a Volkswagen. In the Volkswagen. Yes. Um, Tim, it's uh people know what it is, but it's um, okay. <laughs> it's uh. What? Hey, Tom, why don't you mansplain it to them? <laughs> huh? Uh. No. Oh no, Tom. Oh no. Hey, why don't er, people know what it is? But they need white male Tom Reynolds to explain it to them. All right, go, go, mansplain. White. What does mansplain mean? I think it's when a man <laughs> explains something. <laughs> you don't even know, do you? I think it's when. We'll uh, see. You got some mansplaining to do. <laughs> this is going off the rails. <laughs> what? That's, that's how Ricky Ricardo sounded. That's a pretty good Ricky Ricardo. Uh, no, it's when a man explains something. <laughs> He's just saying the same no, thing no, again. I, but I was going to add to the end of the sentence. When a man explains something in a condescending way, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I think to a woman. Uh-huh. But um, they're like, I'm not a smart man. Mm-hmm. Um, and plenty of women have been very condescending to me <laughs> but uh i don't know it's I, not like uh it's not like a um uh like a tim the Toolman taylor type like uh i would i would love it if tim allen would uh co-opt it for his crazy new conservative sitcom which isn't that new it's like three years he's got a it. tv show it's called last man standing all right and uh it's Tim a, Allen from Home Improvement. All right, and he's hosting uh, a Home Improvement show. No, but like it's pretty much the same thing, except that he's uh, got a wife and three daughters, so he's the last man in the house. But it's uh-huh. also like a uh, a uh, a clever thing because he's one of these guys that's like, well, uh, th- all of male culture has been feminized, and uh-huh. now men aren't men anymore, but I'm the last man standing on this, so I'm going to say vaguely racist and overtly <laughs> sexist things on this show. And, like, they make jokes about, like, uh, Michelle Obama being fat and stuff. Like, it's really weird. It's uh, weird. She's not fat. I know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's Last Man Standing, Friday nights on ABC. Uh, what's his job on this show? I think he owns like a sporting goods store. Mm, that makes sense. And does a weekly show about tools and riding <laughs> on mowers. <laughs> um, and you know how on Home Improvement, Tim Allen was like the butt of all the jokes? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like he, yeah, he was always uh, blowing stuff up or yeah. like it was like, oh, I know everything, but it backfires on him. And this is a s- admittedly small sample size <laughs> that I'm drawing from here. Uh, I've never e- even heard of this show. The two episodes that I saw. Um he, it's both or three episodes I saw where the moral was. Uh, let me remind you, you are under oath. The moral of all these episodes were Tim, the Toolman Taylor, or whatever his name was, was mm. right all along, <laughs> and all the women should have listened to him. 
Sounds like a, a cool show. Yeah. Friday night on ABC. Um, right after an all, a brand new Shark Tank. <laughs> oh, that's why you know it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Uber, Tim, yeah. it's a taxi service, cab service. Okay. But the way it works For is the 21st century, Tom? Would you say it's a- For the 21st century. A web, is there still a Web 2.0 <laughs> or is that over I now? think that's done. I don't think anybody tried to make uh, like a web. Th- they tried to, but it didn't catch. Like what a web, was like, web? Oh, this is web 3.0. Yeah, but now it's just apps. Yeah. Okay. Look, this is for the grandparents listening. <laughs> um, you dial onto your, your web TV mm-hmm. using the, the wireless keyboard that sits on your coffee table. Yeah, sure. They just recently uh, like discontinued web TV. You know? Yeah, sure. Look. And ironically, if you had a web TV nowadays, you hooked it up to like a you know an HD TV, it'd look great. It really is <laughs> ironic, Tom. Um, uh, Uber, Tom, you Uber. keep you keep getting off track. <laughs> can you please just mansplain Uber? <laughs> so Uber, uh, you can get a cab on your on your smartphone. Okay. You say you press a button. You say I want a cab. It shows you where the cars are. It'll tell you okay. And this is how far away cars are. He goes, that sounds good to me. And it says, this man, Devin, is going to come. <laughs> so it's a man named Devin. Yeah, it shows you a picture of a man with, uh, like, a lot of earrings. Mm-hmm. But, like, it it seems like but it, it works fits, for him. Yeah, it fits his overall look. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't know. I've never seen anybody pull off that many earrings. Yeah. But So it's, it's kind of uh, scary, but it's a little exciting, too. Yeah. But then you're just like, well, I am trusting my, I'm putting my life into Devin's hands here. Mm-hmm. But it's, and then it says Devin will be here in five minutes. And then you'll see Devin's car on the map Turn drive around. the wrong way for a little <laughs> while. And it will say, Devin's coming in seven minutes now. Mm-hmm. And then he'll eventually show up. Um, and then uh, everything just gets charged to, uh, you know, your account through your phone. So, your credit you card. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to, uh, Worry about like uh, tipping or like having cash or swiping your card. Now, you just get out. Why don't you have to worry about tipping? You tip on the phone. Are you after supposed the fact. to tip? Uh, it doesn't ask. It doesn't. Prompt Lyft you for, does that. Yeah. Maybe Uber doesn't. Okay. I think Uber just charges like a flat twenty percent or something. Uh, okay. Phew. Because I've been taking. I took. I've been in probably over a dozen Ubers in the last four days. Oh, so you're part of the problem. Okay, now Tom. <laughs> it's it's one of those uh one of those companies that's just super duper controversial and yeah. I feel like you and I flipped. Yeah. Like when they first came out, you had very strong I was all about positive them. feelings mm-hmm. and I had uh I was skeptical. Okay. Um but now well, you this now Tom late 2014. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mansplain to me, Tom. What's wrong with Uber? <laughs> oh, this should be good. What's wrong with Uber, man, sir? Oh, do oh, I have to call you sir now. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, but would, oh, geez, wouldn't all mind. Right. It'd be nice. A little respect for a change. Yeah, go for it. Um, so there's a few controversies with Uber, but the the current one. Now again, it's all the controversies, Tim, uh, or controversies. For uh, our our UK listeners, we'll have to bleep that in the in the US. <laughs> um, 
their current one is the other day at a uh, dinner there, I believe it was like executive vice president of, or VP of business or sure, something. Sure, some guy. Some muckety muck. Um uh at this big dinner that uh it sounded like it was a weird dinner because they were like uh uh edward norton was there and ariana huffington yeah they're you know plugged uh, in they're yeah i'm sure Ed- edward norton uh, it, it sounded to me like a like a dinner i wouldn't want to go to it sounded boring and I just imagine Edward Norton's got better things to do. He's got better options going Edward on. Edward Norton does not have better things to do because he feuds with every director in town, and now <laughs> nobody wants to work with him. Now, Tim, you're not thinking of the uh, Ed Norton who works in the sewers. No, I'm not. Th- I'm talking about the actor Tom, here. He was, he was, he was killed by uh, by a giant rat. <laughs> That's not how. The yeah, in the last ended. episode of the Honeymooners. Nope, there, there was a there was a a, a giant rat. It was speculated. They never came out and said it, but like you, it was a Rat King. I don't think they had uh, like series finales back then. I think, uh, well, I, think I mean, they ended series. Yeah, but I think they they didn't really do anything. They would just put on like the old episodes, and people, you know, they'd be like, "Oh, well, here's more episodes." I think the people at the remember. time were just like, "Honey, the, the check it out. There's moving pictures on this box," <laughs> yeah. and like they never got used to the they never got over the novelty of the fact like exactly people are walking and talking on this little box yeah <laughs> well i'll be it'll be years before i get used to this yeah uh so, so, there, so people, there, right? there is a big party or big dinner and uh i guess this, this uh vice president started talking i guess like to everyone it sounded like like i imagine him at the head of the table talking about this okay and uh he he said that uh that they should, because there was a reporter uh, that wrote some negative, wrote negative things about them, and the negative things amounted to the idea that the company's run by assholes. Right. It was that there's an asshole culture at Uber. Um, sure, but and to, hold on, and and well, and to try and uh, uh, specify that a little bit better, I guess it's that they. Well, I guess this would be getting into like some of the other controversies. They do unethical things, right? Yeah, like they, they do unethical things, and they don't really care when, uh, and and they're like officially sanctioned like dick moves, like uh, yeah, they're, like, they're company wide, like from the top down. Okay, here's this dick thing we're gonna like do. College frat prank versions of corporate espionage. It'd be like when Lyft when Arrival came to town. They'd have all their employees like order those cabs. Yeah, the lift cabs. When they were a block away, cancel Cancel their order just to like keep them tied up, but not give them any money. So just to kind of get all the other cars off the road. Yeah, disrupt somebody else's. It would be the equivalent of uh, you know, if if somebody opened up a store next door to you know across town that sold the same thing you did, and you you went there and you were like, oh, let's you know let's have all of our employees uh, just wait online all the time. Yeah, and then when they get to the register, go like, nah, no, I don't want anything, just to make it seem like oh that store is too sure. crowded. Uh, I'm not going to go in there. Yeah, and then that time that uh the Uber uh did the panty raid at the Lyft <laughs> yeah. offices. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's just it's it's a fratty shit culture, right? And I it's a bro culture, right? And I don't like the fact that like all these companies that seem to be getting the most venture capital money and want to disrupt things mm-hmm. 
like buy into the bro culture yeah. that I absolutely cannot stand. However, bro's gonna be bros, bro. <laughs> um Well they I think a lot of it is that the company is doing well. Uh, the product itself is pretty good. Like, I have no problem with the product. Do you get to keep the car afterwards? You don't get to keep the car okay, afterwards. Okay, so they drive you. Yeah. Okay. So, but I think they they realize, like, okay, well, this is popular. They're making money off of it. But it's a pretty easily, not easily replicated, but there's nothing in that idea that other companies can't do, which which other companies are doing, like right. Lyft. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically they realize, and I think smartly, all right, we need to get the majority of the market ASAP because that's as soon as possible. Okay. Because whoever has the most market, that's going to be it. Like you're going to be entrenched. You're going to be the app that everybody has. You're going to be in all the cities. People will just use you. Um, but like you said, they've resorted to a bunch of like really shitty tactics to get to that point. Um, so at this, uh, dinner, uh, this guy brought up this reporter who reported on all this kind of stuff and just kind of like was, it sounded like thinking out loud, uh, yeah, we should hire, uh, journalists ourselves that dig up dirt on anyone who bad mouths us and, you know, smears their reputation. Right. And, or, and and also implicitly like you can threaten them with, with, yeah, then we can go to them and be like, well, before you write this bad story, look at all this dirt we have yeah. on you. And he said, and uh, uh, and again, I think this this speaks to the like uh, VC bro culture of uh, like, yeah, that'd be worth a million dollars. Like, like a million dollars is nothing to them because they have you billions. You know why? Because a million dollars isn't cool. <laughs> you know what's cool? What? Like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, that that, that yeah. does sound cooler. Yeah. Um. And oh no, a million dollars like uh that's on fire and Tony Hawk's doing a rad jump wow. over it. Can you imagine? Bro. Have you seen to get off topic for a second, Tony Hawk riding the real hoverboard? No. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Enough about hoverboards, everybody. Like, sure, it was cool in that movie. It looked really cool. There's there are a million things like if people were as fervent mm-hmm. behind, like even like curing cancer, we'd be there by now. As they are behind <laughs> a hoverboard, if 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 the desire for like so many useful things matched for matched society's desire to see a hoverboard exactly <laughs> the way that it appeared in Back to the Future Two, we would have gotten so we'd be energy independent in in, in the U.S. Like that's what Obama should do. I, Be like, oh, we're gonna start a hoverboard project here uh-huh. and get the the greatest minds. We'll have a hoverboard in two months, and then they can work on real goddamn problems. And everybody can stop crapping their pants about a, a hoverboard and sharing that on Facebook. Every other, oh, there's a new uh, potential new hoverboard out. Great, great. Enough about goddamn hoverboards. None of you even skateboard. So like, it would probably be a, a steep learning curve. And look, you're in your thirties now, guys. I know you like Back to the Future too, but like, you can drive a car. You you can you can ride a motorcycle. That's cool, right? Are you gonna go, like hoverboard around everywhere? It's... You can ride a Segway. Yeah, that's the real future. That's the real cool thing to do. Personal helicopters, maybe. I don't know. Just 
hoverboards. All right, we get it. I was looking into building a personal helicopter <laughs> recently. Yeah. Uh, there's a weird like loophole in the FAA regulations where basically, as long as you build a certain percentage, fifty one percent of a of an aircraft yourself, like nah, all bets are off. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. All right. Let's get let's get cracking. <laughs> as long as it's for like personal use. Okay. So you buy these kits, and basically, uh, they're forty nine percent taken apart, or whatever, fifty one percent taken apart. I guess forty nine percent put together. And you put it together, and they're like, eh, well, you can't blame us. We yeah. didn't put it together. This <laughs> dope did. So Tony, Tony Hawk <laughs> if was... He falls a thousand feet out of the sky out of some fucking uh, helicopter he made with a vacuum engine. That's his right, man. Yeah. That's his right as Don't an American. Don't tread on him. Yeah. So Tell me about Tony Hawk riding So have you hoverboard. seen this new hoverboard? No. I, I, I mean, Tim's I've just... Seen oh, God. It. Just listen, shut up for a minute and listen. Do you understand where society my stance does, on the hoverboard... Society does want to cure cancer more than hoverboards. You make it sound like there's more money going into hoverboard research than cancer research, and that is categorically not true. I I mean, we, we don't have the numbers in front of us right now, <laughs> so um, I that could be true, what you're saying, but we'll table that discussion for now. Well, this hoverboard, a, it's not that it's it's like oh that's pretty neat, but it's also it's kind of a red herring where I think some I think the guy who invented it has the same um, opinion you do of like all people want is a goddamn hoverboard. Well, fine, I'll give it to him, and really he's trying to say, uh, yeah, okay, I built this hoverboard. But what I really want to do with this technology is make hovering buildings. Make what hovering buildings? Yeah. Why? Uh, to uh, help against like earthquakes and stuff. That's cool. But it seems entirely unreasonable that he would be able to use the same technology that can lift a person standing on a hoverboard maybe like an inch off the ground to to uh, have it so that buildings don't make contact with their foundation. Yeah, and wouldn't like uh, the wind knock buildings over in that case? Like you need I think a it, strong foundation. Yeah, I think it's that the foundation would actually be like hovering. So, you know, there would still be a lot of the building underground so it wouldn't tip over. But the foundation would be touching the ground. So if there's an earthquake, it would but a foundation, be independent. For it to be a foundation by definition mm-hmm. would need to be in contact with mm-hmm. something. Uh, if it was a hovering foundation. Mm. Nah, take it up with this guy. I will. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. <laughs> um, but anyway, they, they showed this video. And, and the only way this thing works is it has to be uh, over metal. It's just magnets. So they made like a copper. And it can't be over water. No. Does not work over water. No. Uh, Unless you have power. I was not aware of that rule. (laughs) Well, yeah. So Everything had rules in 80s movies. Yeah. Hoverboards, gremlins. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that that sums it up. Uh, So so, Tony Hawk was riding on it. Dr. Jones having no time for love. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, it has to go over this this half pipe that's made out of copper. That's the only way this thing works. Uh, and you know they showed these dweebs on it, and they're all like Ooh, a little nervous on it. You know the people that made it. So wisely, stupid, smart idiots. Wisely, they were like, "Let's get Tony Hawk down to go on it." This thing, by the way, I believe it's like a Kickstarter that 
it's at least $10,000 to get one. It might be $100,000. It's very expensive. As a reward on Kickstarter? Yeah. yeah okay. I believe it might be $100,000. Okay. And for like $10,000, you get to like, uh, you know, a private lesson to like ride one for an hour or whatever. Do you get the tube? Do you get the copper half pipe with it? I don't think you even do. Oh. See, um, but I think if you've got $100,000. That's right with me. Yeah. I already wanna... have a <laughs> copper half pipe in my backyard. Yeah. So, like, I'm considering this. So, I really wish you knew the guy's <laughs> name so I could look him up. <laughs> right. There's no way to find him. What percentage of Kickstarter projects are hoverboard related right now? 60? 65? <laughs> no. There's a few, I guess. But, um, and actually, I think this one you can get like a hover. You can buy, actually, I did consider, I think it was still very expensive. One of the rewards was just a hovering box. <laughs> Looked pretty neat. That'd be good for your magic act. <laughs> exactly. Oh, also, when you turn these things on, they're the loudest things oh, you could ever imagine. But um, uh, the thing that's hilarious about this video is, uh, you know, like I said, they were pretty smart and they realized we should get Tony Hawk, you know, who's the most famous skateboarder of all time. Get him to try it out. That's an amazing endorsement. That'll get us a ton of press. When you watch the video, everybody except for Tony Hawk and like his entourage look like they're going to throw up because this is like the only working prototype and he does not give a shit. Yeah. He's doing the kickflips. Yeah. Stuff? He's yeah. doing all kinds of stuff and they're kind of like, he's jumping on it and they're kind of like, uh, uh, like he's trying to do spins and you know, just like a, a, a skate. Look, he's Tony Hawk's being Tony Hawk. Cause that's all Tony Hawk knows yeah. how to do. But the thing's like spinning out and hitting the wall. And every time it hits the wall, people are like, <laughs> uh, my life's work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the uh, the hoverboard. How did we get on talking about the hoverboard? Oh, because I said something about Tony Hawk jumping over flaming <laughs> pile of money. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You were saying that that's cooler. So than the guy said that the Uber they'll spend a million dollars smearing, getting dirt on people, but also it's critics, come, in, in yeah, journalists. journalists. But it's also journalists. come about, and it. it it sounded like it was kind of, and he specifically uh, pointed out that this person, I guess he already like had dirt or, or there's something about her that, you know, people suspect or whatever. That's like rumors. And he was kind of like, well, I'll hire a reporter and get proof and then we'll yeah. put it out there. Um, but it was also implied in there. Uh, well, they came, he came right and said it, that they, um, they can go in and look at anybody's history. They have a God button. They have, yeah, a God mode yeah. where they can watch live specific people and they can know, they can, you know, type in somebody's name and watch where they are. Uh, but it seemed like it was kind of implied with this particular reporter that was like, yeah, this thing that's rumored, we know it's true because we have, you know, her records. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, they're like, bros, they're evil bros, but Tom. Mm hmm. Any, uh, I went to anything that you own, uh -huh. and it was made by somebody evil. No, or a child in Man. terrible conditions, uh, who was you know. Being, well, I'd rather have kids running a company. I mean, that just wouldn't work, Tom. I mean, a lemonade stand, maybe. Yeah, I got you there. A lemonade stand. So, but what? Every time you go to one of these lemonade stands mm -hmm. on the street, Tom, they're not buying that country time lemonade. Their parents are, Tom. <laughs> Well, maybe they're buying it with the profits. 
but they need some startup. They need some seed. So what are you Money. are you basically saying uh, that I shouldn't not like Uber because all companies are like Uber? No, I just don't think that uh, they're so much worse than every other company. Um, it, there's a, a much there's there's a lot of of spotlight on them because mm-hmm. they they have disrupt i hate the whole oh we need mm-hmm. to disrupt the, but they've changed the way they've been at the the forefront of an of of changing an entire industry mm-hmm. so there are a lot of people looking to them right now and yeah they're dicks but they're successful and they're easy to hate for that reason and like there wouldn't be all this coverage if they weren't you know you know what i mean like they're it's a they're victims of their own success Mm, I don't, uh, I mean, yeah, there, people wouldn't care as much because that's the other thing. Uh, I was thinking about this with, with the app. I think anyone who thinks any app like this that uses their location, that on the back end, there isn't uh, a way for somebody to like easily look at that location on a Google map is crazy. Yeah, but I assume that's... Because the same thing happened with that app Secret with uh, The Guardian. Where they were like, oh, let's partner with you, uh, Guardian, and uh, on stories. Like, uh, for example, we can show you all these quote-unquote anonymous secrets, and but we can look at where these people posted from. And, like, uh, you know, the one example is like, oh, this person's posting in the White House. So we know that, uh, you know, they're this or whatever. Um, Not so and, secret, is it? Yeah, and we can figure out. And it's actually Tom- kind of it's surprising to me that people are shocked that they build these things because these apps have your, this is my like tinfoil hat uh, time, but these apps have your location and it's very easy on the back end to just, you know, Google maps or whatever has very easy APIs. Somebody who knows what they're doing, it would take them an afternoon to just plug those two my things together. My question to you is who's actually surprised by this? Um, I think people are, you know what I think it is uh, partially I don't know anybody who's surprised by it. By oh, the app thing? Yeah. That, yeah. But I mean, the, the the you know they run news stories, so yeah, some because, people are. Well, you know, people that don't outraged. Use them. Yeah, like I don't know. You can out. You could get dummies outraged about anything. You yeah, know that. But I think if they're sending your location to somebody, mm-hmm. if the cab driver can see it, yeah, somebody at that company that developed that technology to send it to the cab driver is also going to be able to see that. But you would there's also like not every company is completely unethical, you know. Name it, one ethical company. In what way? The, in the, every way. Uh the company mean you have Tim. No way, man. I've been embezzling for <laughs> what? years. Oh god. Everything. I I've Tom, I've been I haven't had a job in five years. <laughs> that, I should have realized that sooner. Yeah. <sighs> I have a golden toilet, Tom. It's not gold plated. I told you it was gold plated, and I was like, oh, yeah. you know, I got it's it. Like, oh, it seems expensive. Solid. Solid Damn gold. It. And all the pipes that go all throughout my all throughout my sixteen bedroom house. How did you not know? What did that you think explain- I was doing all day? You know, I wondered why the toilet was so malleable. Yeah. And now that makes sense. Exactly. I mean, it's only the best, though. Hey, you. 
Complete Guide to Everything listener. Uh, you can help out the show by going to podsurvey.com slash guide and taking a, a five-minute survey. Uh, your answers are all uh, confidential. Your email address won't be used for anything unless you win the uh, the monthly drawing, in which case you'd win a $100 Amazon gift card. You, get, you, can, you can be entered into an ongoing monthly raffle yeah. for a $100 Amazon.com. Yep. And gift card. And not only that, Tim, you'd help out the show. You'd help match us with uh, advertisers that uh, are pertinent to your interests. Yeah. So we can stop doing all those. You know, sometimes when we're like, this week's episode is brought to you by grain. <laughs> and people are like, I'm, I don't buy grain. Yeah. But we don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. If you go on this survey, there's probably a thing that says, do you need grain? Do you <laughs> buy your own grain? It's probably one of the one of the few questions. Yeah, and you can you can you can say no, I don't buy grain. Yeah. Or like maybe it. you do and Yeah. Who knows? But th- these are things we need we need to know. Yeah. So it'll make your experience better. So where where's that again, Todd? It's uh podsurvey.com slash guide. Do it today. Hey Tom. Yes. Guess what we have? What two weeks ago we brought back it was the thrilling return of the mundane bucket list. Yeah, we're gonna one up you on this one, everybody. Very special, the return of I forget the exact name of it. A uh, particular type of asshole you didn't know existed until the New York Times pointed them out to you. Yes, particular type of asshole you didn't know existed until the New York Times pointed them out to you. Sponsored by the New York Post. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what is this, Tom? It's uh, what what article? Tim, this is an article. Uh, did this come out today? Is today the eighteenth? Uh, Came out yesterday. Oh, old news. Yesterday's news. Uh, we should be using this to wrap up fishing. We should be. We should be. Just be lying in the bottom of my parrot cage. We should be using it as an umbrella when we go outside. <laughs> no, that's only for new newspapers. Are you going to take a paper out of the trash and use it as an umbrella? <laughs> Just take an umbrella then, All you right, dummy. Okay, well, One day I'm going to buy a nice umbrella. I've never had a nice umbrella. I have, and I had it, I had, I've had two nice umbrellas in my life, Tom. All right. And the first one I had for about three weeks before. And like the first time I brought it out, I like left it at a bar or yeah. a restaurant. The second one mm-hmm. I held on to for like eight months. Mm-hmm. Before I left it at like a restaurant or something. Oh, see, I think uh, I you're think... always just gonna leave it somewhere. You think uh, you're or not? Somebody's um... gonna steal it. Yeah. Oh, that whole thing. That yeah. whole that whole uh, shady system of a. Uh, oh mm. no, you can't bring the umbrella into the restaurant because it'll get all wet. Just leave it in this bucket. Yeah, where, where any it... any uh, yeah. criminal can steal it. Yeah, or some jackass with a four dollar umbrella. Who uh, accidentally, oh, I don't know, they all look the same. Oh, yeah? Well, mine has an ivory handle. How did you know that? (laughs) Well, what do you mean? How did you know that I had an ivory handle? Oh, I was just saying it, like, for example. Do you have my umbrella? No, anyway, uh, this week we're doing it on, um, Tim, the title of this article, I'm going to read it to you. Uh, The true cost of, Daddy, can I have a pony? That's the true cost of, quote, Daddy, Can I Have a Pony. It's by uh, Paul Sullivan. You don't need to say the author. Well, I think that's a, I think since you're going to be reading his <laughs> entire piece it's of work. It's fair use. I know, but I think uh, I'd like to personally 
attack Paul Sullivan <laughs> at some point here for even Tim, having the gall to write this story. That's, Not in a physical way. Like a that's a, uh, obviously a, a pseudonym. That's a too generic of a name. In third grade, Amanda Ferrara uh, persuaded her parents to let her take horse riding lessons. She had always loved animals, and her parents, Bronx-born but living in a rural part of Westchester County, New York, agreed. Nine years later, her family owns one horse and leases two more. First of all, who knew you could lease a horse? (laughs) Yeah. What what kind of down payment do you have to put on a horse? I don't know. And what do you do? You just trade in that horse when you're done with it? And they're like, all right, off to the glue factory. Yeah, that's what sucks, because you know, like... As soon as you're like, oh, the lease is up. It's like, oh, <laughs> now we're going to, what, release this old horse to somebody? We're going to refurbish this horse? Yeah. Actually, that'd be pretty good. I'd buy a refurbished <laughs> horse, or at least a refurbished horse. Yeah. You go to the used horse lot? Yeah. It'd be like, oh, this horse is really old. It's not going to do much for <laughs> this you. This horse smells like cigarettes. <laughs> it was, was the person who wrote this horse a smoker? Uh, she says... Uh, she loves the pursuit and spends six days a week at the barn that takes care that boards the horses, taking the bus there after school and staying until dark, often doing homework or eating at the barn. Yet her afternoons are not spent entirely on horseback. For every hour she rides, she spends two to three hours getting her horse ready and cooling him down. It's my entire life now, Amanda 17 said. What do you have to do to cool down a horse? I don't know. I uh, spent the best years of my life cooling down horses. Yeah, she has to spend, uh, for every hour, she has to spend two to three cooling it down. Tom, you understand uh, that horses mm-hmm. are excitable creatures and at their heart are evil creatures. <laughs> Why are they evil? They No horse likes what we're doing to horses. Like Then that doesn't make them evil. Well, and horses do. Some horses like doing stuff. Horses want a job. They want to contribute to the economy. Nope, nope. You think horses just want to fuck around all day? Yeah, that's all they want to do. And I don't blame them. <laughs> it's uh, look, unless a you... horse likes to know like, the satisfaction of a of a hard day's work. Sure, but ever I like the satisfaction of a hard day's work. But then I want to go home and be able to. Read a newspaper or watch television. <laughs> yeah, but horses don't do that. I know. And that's why they're like, well, don't make me work if you're not going to let me have the leisure time, too. <laughs> and so you're you're out there. This girl, Amanda, is that mm-hmm. her name? She's she's running them ragged out there and then bringing them to the barn. And the, she's got to cool them down and be like, all right, all right. Because it's just like, no, this is not fair. I've been working, <laughs> been working my hooves oh, you to the think, bone. You think it's just her talking the horse down for a couple hours? Yeah. I don't think that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, and just be like, no, it's cool. It's cool. Look. That we're talking like uh, just walk away, horse. Like don't don't kick the next guy that walks by in the head. <laughs> when children express a desire for a pony, obliging parents in urban and suburban areas often vow that they will find a middle class horse that will not cost more than a car or a mortgage payment. I have no Par- idea. <laughs> obliging parents. Uh, well, I guess obliging is the operative word there, but it sounds like. Well, everybody whose kids ask for a horse, find a way to get a horse. <laughs> a middle-class horse. What does that mean? Well, Tom, I don't know. How much does a horse cost? And how much does it cost to lease a horse? I think maybe we'll get into that. Okay. We better. If this whole thing's about how much it costs to own a horse, they better 
have some concrete figures. Yeah, that's true. It is not easy, though. It is not easy, though. It may be. It may not be impossible. Uh, well, they're saying uh, not cost more than a car or a mortgage payment. Okay. Well, th- this Amanda mm-hmm. uh, se- seems like a great young kid, by the way. A great young lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of parents when they turn sixteen or seventeen, buy them a car, start leasing them yeah. a car. Um, she takes the bus mm-hmm. to her horse, horse. Mm-hmm. that costs less than a car. The Ferrari. That's what I. Pretty soon we'll all be riding horses. Well, listen, Tim. The Ferrara family boards all three horses: Cookie, Teddy, and Rubio. Uh, Rubio. <laughs> Uh, at Echo Farm in South Salem, New York, which charges $1,300 a month per horse. Okay. So, what is that? $3,900 a month f- uh, in in horse apartment bills? Sure. But, I mean, that's if you want to board them. Like, if the- <laughs> you just want to let them run free? Let them run free. And if they love you, oh, well, they'll come back every day when you need to ride them. Tim, I spoke too soon. That includes hay and grain. Oh. Uh, cleaning the stall and turning the horse out onto the, into the field every day. Okay. So haying grain. How much do you spend in haying grain a month? Oh, I spend a lot in on grain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, buy it with a uh, with a download code with a uh, uh-huh. uh, from the WTF podcast. <laughs> So that's how you save money on grain. Yeah. Hey, least, folks, we all need grain. <laughs> At least the animals make the expense of boat ownership look reasonable. What is that talking about? That comes out of nowhere. The expense of boat ownership. Because it's it's more expensive than owning a boat. Yeah, but... But can a boat frolic? Still, despite the cost, parents say the experience is worth it. They typically insist that horses provide deep life lessons in being responsible and caring for something that goes beyond themselves or how well the animal can jump a fence. They're learning a lot of responsibility at a young age. Uh, you And this is uh, the owner of the uh, the farm saying, you have to give up a lot of your social life. You can't go out and party if you have a 6 a.m. horse show. That's true. What the horse shows start at six a.m.? Yeah, man. I, that, Nothing starts at six a.m. Yeah, what well, unless so. you're a garbage man, like <laughs> you know, like I can see getting up at six a.m. And that must be this this Cali uh, person is probably not speaking. Like, wh- has anything ever been scheduled at six a.m.? I don't know. I don't know what what horses' schedules are like. Maybe they're up early, so it's like, well, we gotta That's do. How, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> we don't go according to the horses' schedule. Early to we bed. We make the, the horses adhere to ours. Early to bed, early to rise makes a horse uh, handsome, wealthy, and wise. Yeah, that's the that's the phrase. Uh, so when parents ask for a pony, what are parents to do? How about when saying children no? Ask for a pony. Oh, when children ask for yeah, a pony, do what? what my parents did. <laughs> yeah, say, were you out of your fucking mind? And be like, by the way, and we'll remind you of this every day for the rest of your life, that horses are dangerous and to be feared, <laughs> and they're all evil. They would save a lot of money by spe- by steering the spearing the child and just getting rid of them. Yeah, steering the child toward another sport. Horses aren't a sport. Riding They're horses. Yeah, uh, but those parents who want. But to like, call- if somebody's like, "Oh, mom, buy me a lacrosse stick," and be like, "Ah, oh, I'd like to steer towards another sport," you wouldn't be like, "A lacrosse stick isn't a sport. A horse is a tool, Tom. Mm-hmm. A, a mean, conniving, mistreated tool." Uh, I'm just kind of skipping around here because then it gets into some uh, 
some some specifics that I'm not interested in. Uh, the horses in her bar barn range in value from twenty five hundred to fifty thousand dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars isn't that much for a horse. I would buy Tom, <laughs> but Tim, you're missing the whole point of the article. Is saying like the, the hidden cost. Yeah, of the hidden horse. cost yeah. of having a horse, Tim. So who's the asshole in this article? The horse. <laughs> yeah, these horses. They're pulling one over on everyone. They're like, whoa, buy me. I'm cheap. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, but I need a luxurious I need hay place and grain. to stay. Yeah. Oh, brother, these horses. Uh, they got us uh, wrapped around their hooves. Hooves. The, li- the list of expenses doesn't end with room and board. Entry fees for competitions range from $500 for a one-day event to three to $6,000 for five-day events where the horses have to be transported, boarded, and fed. So don't take your horses to contests. They probably don't even want to go anyway. I think that's why people have them, Tom. A veterinarian to assess a horse's initial fitness will cost fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. That's as much as the course costs. Yeah, and also half the time they're like, "Oh, this horse needs to be shot." <laughs> they shoot him right there at the spot. I feel like they don't even ask for. I feel like a horse, a veterinarian, when he sees a horse, there's one or two options. It's uh, this horse is fine. <laughs> Nothing needs to be done. Or this horse is not fine, and we have to shoot him with a shotgun. We have to put immediately. him down. Yeah. yeah, in front of all the children. <laughs> Gather the children around. Uh, there are also Tim. You're not even thinking about all the costs for dental visits and new shoes. Uh, horse. Uh, well. Horse, uh, I guess That's not a joke. They do wear shoes, and you need to replace those shoes. The only animal that you need what? to Damn, they, buy horses shoes. wear braces. Huh? No, I, I don't know. Maybe don't look a gift horse in the mouth, and if you do, then you gotta get a dentist to do it. Chomping at the bit. Yeah. <laughs> Those bits aren't cheap to be chomped on. They, what, they haven't mentioned apple budgets yet. <laughs> well, that's only as a special treat. Why do horses need shoes? Um, they don't have shoes out in the wild. I know, but is it just to walk on pavement and stuff? I, Tom, I don't know. I've I've spent all my I've spent my entire life avoid avoiding knowing about horses. Oh, local hay has gone up a lot. It used to be a dollar a bale eleven years ago. Now it's five dollars a bale. That yeah, makes sense. That's all. Well, that's quicker than the price of inflation, Tim. Um. Out- all right. No, I I. I Ask you this. I pose this question. This is a particular type of asshole. Horse clubs can defer costs further. Uh, the annual cost of a horse club is $4,350. That's not cheap either. It covers one le- oh, one lesson and one barn day per week during the year. What is a barn day? Uh, where you get to spend have a party in the barn. <laughs> Uh, if the barn days, you have to come in there and take care of the horse. Forget it. Yeah, Am you're I already paying all that money. That? Yeah. yeah, ridiculous. And who's pocketing the money? The horse. This all goes to the horse through no. back channels. <laughs> no, I, I honestly ask you, Tom. Uh-huh. Who is the asshole here? Because you chose this one. I think it's the guy who wrote the article. Just because it's like, of course, horses are expensive. If you have to read an article in the newspaper to know buying a horse is expensive. I don't think that was the point of the article, You know what? It's people who read the article. (laughs) They're the asshole. You and me? (laughs) Yep. No, anybody who reads this article and thinks like, oh, oh, well, all right, that talked me out of buying a horse. But we learned from it. I didn't learn anything. I knew all this shit. You knew that you could buy a horse straight up for 2500 bucks. That me and you could 
walk over to a stable right now with 2500 bucks and be like, all right, we're going to take this horse home. And like, they'll be like, Tim, you can get a horse for free if the people don't want it. Yeah, but then those are like gray horses. Oh, you think a $2,500 horse is a good horse? It's good enough for what I need it for. <laughs> what do you need it for? Just eating apples. <laughs> hanging out. Uh, you're going to spend so much money on apples. I just need a friend. Why they do you can't... need a dog, Tom? Huh? Why do you need a dog? What? I don't need her, oh, but she's. It's weird for a... me to get a horse to just hang out with? I don't have to get her her own apartment. Oh, no. The horse will can stay with me. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Small enough horse. I don't see what the problem is. Oh, you just want... Yeah, they didn't even what talk about, like, uh, Shetland ponies. Uh, Shetland ponies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those have to be cheaper. Yeah. You can, you, can fit, you can fit four of those things in a regular horse stall. <sighs> Tom. Uh-huh. This is less an article about assholes or by assholes or for assholes <laughs> and more an article just about something that you're not interested in. <laughs> no, it's, it's, if you're interested in, in having a horse, you shouldn't do your research. Don't. Yeah, but how, what do you but, think research entails? No, go to the library and do your research. What do you think people look at in the library? Articles books, that have been written. Books about horses. Books about horses, I'm sure. Have not been updated <laughs> since like 1968 at the library, right? And you, they're the only people that look at them are like weird second graders. You think, <laughs> yeah, you think anybody listens to this show has a horse? No, yeah, right? Probably. No, you can have a horse or you can have a computer. You can't have both. No, it, well, true, but sometimes some people have horse-powered computers. <laughs> That's. Uh, uh, the, what do you got under the engine? Uh, yeah. uh, one horsepower. One horsepower. Yeah. And then you point to the... Uh, you know, they don't... The horse walking on a treadmill trying a, to get to that apple. There's hanging a, from a string. There's no such thing as a computer with horsepower. <laughs> I don't know, Tom. Uh, yeah, I think people... I See, this is what I want to be careful about. Because they've probably you turned it off in disgust. Anyway. You don't want to alienate all of our horse... Owners. No, I just don't think owning a horse necessarily makes you an asshole. Well, show me somebody who owns a horse that isn't an asshole, and I'll and I'll consider it. I don't know anybody that owns a horse. Yeah, Mitt Romney. You don't know him though. How can? And he doesn't own that horse. It's his wife that owns the horse. Yeah, is she? Is she? A I good? don't know enough about no, her. She's a nice lady. I don't know that either. I've never met her. Well, I have, and she's wonderful. <laughs> All right. I'll introduce you. To How's the horse? The, oh, the horse is a bastard. No. Very mean to her. Yeah. No, a horse could be mean to its master. Of course it can with the biting. Yikes. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Sometimes I think that she's a little too nice to that horse. Well, maybe you should pull her aside, have a talk with her. Tom, you know what it's time for? What? Tim and Tom solve your problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems, a segment of the show where uh, we solve your problems. I'm your host, Tim, and with me as always is Tom. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at thecompleteguideteverything at gmail.com. Hey, what? Tom. Yeah, what's in the old mailbag? This uh, this week in the old uh, mailbag, we got one from, uh, I think I can use her name, Emily. Okay. Hey, Tim and Tom, she writes. 
big fan. Excited for the return of Pop Everything. So are we. Yeah. Thanks to our great Patreon people. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah. What, December will be the first one probably? Yeah, I think so. Uh, And it's going to be a humdinger. Just kidding. You could tell we haven't talked about it yet. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, we're like, "Uh, yeah, maybe December. Okay. Uh, I was hoping you could share some insight on a problem I've had for the last several years. Excuse me, Tom. Disgusting. I just threw up in my mouth. I was married pretty young at Mm -hmm. 21, and I'm now 23. Occasionally in that time period, I found myself being approached by men at bars when I'm out with girlfriends without my husband, even though I always wear my wedding ring. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a hard time figuring out what the appropriate response to this is. I'm not the type to assume anybody is hitting on me just because they buy me a drink or want to play a game of pool, but then I wind up occasionally in the situation where I have to awkwardly tell someone that I'm married when they're asking for my phone number or trying to get touchy-feely after we've been talking for a while. Should I not accept drinks in the first place? Do I need to divulge this information right off the bat and risk coming across like a B? And she said B instead of the, the B word because she knows I don't like it, I think. It's nice of her. Are these uncomfortable situations unavoidable? Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks, Emily. And I'm always amazed when people write a long email from their iPhone. <laughs> Sent from my iPhone. Yeah. It's like you sat there and typed this whole thing out. Yeah. I can't, uh, I don't know, I'm just bad at iPhone typing, yeah. I think. So uh, she's married. She seems like a nice, a nice gal. She's young, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm not used to. I'm not accustomed to uh, seeing ladies out at the bar who are married so young. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tom, what do you think? She wears her wedding ring. She's not. She's yeah. not being disingenuous, mm-hmm. and it does seem but. like if you were just like, "Hey, how's it going?" and if you were like talking to a girl at a bar. Mm-hmm. Which I've never done. I've never <laughs> talked to a stranger girl at the bar, right? Uh-huh. I've never been like, oh, let me, uh, oh, let me just strike up a. I've never talked to anybody at a bar who I didn't go to the bar with. <laughs> Not even the bartender. No, I just uh, communicate you write it hand down. signals. Yeah, you write right. it down. You pass a note. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, keep it professional, and yeah. that keeps it all on the record too. Um, <laughs> she wears her wedding ring, but like. You know, if 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 you were like, "Hey, how's it going?" She's like, "Hi, I'm married." Yeah, you'd like, be like, "What? I'm just saying hi." Yeah, because that puts the man, the fella. Mm-hmm. Let me mansplain this, Tom. <laughs> that puts the fella on the defensive because, like, yeah. he's just like, "Oh, then it's easy for him, regard regardless of what his intentions were." He's gonna be like, "What? No, I wasn't." He could have yeah. been like, "I'm in love with that woman. I'm gonna go over and ask her to marry me." Yeah, and if uh, which if, is usually how most conversations <laughs> go. And if and if uh, if a woman said to that guy, uh, "Oh, I have a boyfriend, or I'm married," they'd be like, "What? I was just gonna ask where the bathroom was." Yeah, geez. I don't even like you. You're you're ugly and stupid. Goodbye. <laughs> oh God, do you do? Uh, well, anyway, I'm not gonna get off on this tangent because mm-hmm. we're, we're running over already. Yeah, so this is a supersized episode. Um, she wears her wedding ring, I would say. Wear the veil? Wear your wedding dress. Yeah. Yeah. And people will know. Yeah. Or, uh, just wear, get a custom t-shirt. If you think that's ostentatious or Mm -hmm. audacious, uh, just get a, 
a picture of you and your, co- uh, your, your cousin. <laughs> Assuming you married your cousin. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> you and your husband, uh, when you were cutting the cake uh, at your wedding. Uh, calling Dr. Sigmund Freud. <laughs> uh, I don't like what the implication of your, of your lame joke was. Uh, I don't know. Just wear your wedding dress. Um, I don't know. Don't talk to to men at bars. They they do just want to. Uh, they're not they're not looking for friends. Anybody? Here's my thing. They might be looking for friends. <laughs> men at bars and contestants on reality TV shows both are not there looking for friends. Yeah, no, they're not going there trying to make. No, but like, if look. I've been on a kick lately where I feel like I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> oh, that's so, so sad. So I've Man, been like, this is what happens when the show goes long. You I've get, been trying to be like, very honest. No, no, no. But I've been trying to stay open to the possibility of like <laughs> making a friend in my thirties, which would be like, when's the last friend you made, Tom? I know. What time is it? Uh, Six thirty-one. Ten years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I like to, but like, never would I imagine like. I'm going to go down to the bar and just start approaching women and yeah. see if they'll be my friend. So either it's somebody looking for a romantic thing or like to suss out a possible romantic thing or a guy that goes and talks to people at bars in order to make friends. Mm-hmm. Either way, you don't want to you don't want to talk to that guy. Yeah. So like make friends through other like join a book club or something. Well, and it's uh it's a tough situation because She's young. Guys that young don't know yet to look for a wedding ring. Yeah, I never would have thought to. I, yeah, like no, I remember like uh, uh, when that happened. When I uh, got to the age where it was like, uh, like oh, I should look and see if somebody has a wedding ring before I, uh, uh, you know, uh, work my magic. You know, before I, you know, just work my magic. Turn the charm Jesus up to eleven. Christ. <laughs> uh, no, uh, guys that young don't think that. Guys that young don't think that they only think about one thing, Tim. What's that? Video games. Cars. Cars. Hot rods. Hot rods. They're a regular uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor. They just want to get back to working on their hot rod in the garage. Um, I would say, uh, would you say not to accept a drink? I don't know. I, because I've never had anybody buy me a drink. Uh, I would say... I, uh, no, because you know what? No, because that's that's a bullshit thing. Yeah. That, uh, because Oh, like, it's not like, yeah, it shouldn't be, oh, you, you're owed a drink uh, or you're owed a conversation because you bought somebody a drink. Yeah, no. If you're buying a drink, that's something you're, you're not owed anything in return, fellas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, take the drinks... Um, and then throw them in their faces. Yeah. Uh, like I'm married, you asshole. Cause well, there's going to be a, cause you say sometimes you talk to them for a little while and they get touchy feely. And then I feel like if you go like, Hey, I'm married. Then the guys that are like touchy feely after talking for a few minutes at a bar might be Mm -hmm. like, well, you led me on then just if anything else, they just get defensive. I don't know. Just don't, Talk to guys, <laughs> right? I think that's my best advice to women everywhere, yeah. at all times. If a man approaches you, don't don't talk to him. It's fine. It's 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 gonna work out for the best for you if you just don't do it, right? 
Yeah. So either wear your wedding dress. Uh-huh. Uh, wear a picture of you and your husband cutting your wedding cake. <laughs> we'll get a t-shirt made up at the mall. Right, right. Uh, maybe that could be a business that we go into, Tom. <laughs> Start making t-shirts for married women. <laughs> It'll just be called t-shirts for married women. Or my... It'll be a kiosk at the mall. Yeah, or my ultimate advice is just don't talk to guys. What, what are you, you going to say something? Um, excuse me. And it's nothing... Look, you have done nothing wrong no. as of yet. I mean, unless you're like really mean to like dogs or something. <laughs> you're, that was you're, just, that you're speaking in this particular yeah, situation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, I don't yeah. know everything about you, but like from what you described. Well, in a few years, uh, it won't necessarily stop, but it will be. Uh, you won't be. You won't have to worry about like, oh, this guy didn't notice that I have a wedding ring. You'll be able to be like, oh, I'm married. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Stay home with your husband. Why are you going out so much if you're happily married? That's, That's what, what I, I was going to say. What are you doing out without your husband? Yeah. It's uh, problems at home. <laughs> just kidding. Thank you very much for the email. And I like that email. That was, yeah. a, that was, a, that was a, a different uh, life experience that somebody's coming at us with, right? Mm hmm. Everybody else is like, I'm in my 30s and unmarried and I hate myself. Like, no, Join not. the club. <laughs> Jeez. What? That was a better wrap this up. It's getting dark. Hey, uh guys. Uh this is the end of the show. We're gonna do our <laughs> we're gonna do our uh plugs here. Uh-huh. But um the first plug I wanna do is just to mention that this episode is being watched live on video on the internet. <laughs> People who pledged at Patreon um at a certain level uh get one of these a month. Mm-hmm. We did some. I did an awesome monologue at the beginning of this. Yeah, it was great. They it was heard worth, some banter. They heard the you try to read an ad and then forget what you were saying, like mm-hmm. a like a terrible, unprofessional loser. I want to say. <laughs> well, uh, luckily you didn't. But you can get other things for supporting the show at Patreon, and that's at uh, tcgte dot com slash pledge. Mm-hmm. And actually, after this, we're gonna. Uh, Actually, if you're listening to this on Sunday, right now, just go uh, listen to the newest episode of Amazing Facts. It's our mini podcast. Yeah. But uh, find out all about that at tcgte.com slash pledge. Join in the fun, guys. Mm-hmm. Join in the fun. I think anybody who's watching right now would agree this has been a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, and if you want to take that survey, it's podsurvey.com slash guide. Some people uh, last week said... Uh, they forgot it because we didn't mention it again. So yeah. there you go. Mention it again. Uh, you can find all this kind of stuff at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. And you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Complete Guide. Uh, and hey, the holidays are coming up. Mm-hmm. You're doing your shopping. Uh tcgte.com slash Amazon brings you to the regular Amazon that you know and love. Costs Everything costs the same. Except your buds on the internet, your internet buds, get a little bit ki- kickback. Look, nobody's holding a gun to your head. <laughs> it might be nice. That's a great, great uh, tactic for ads, Tim. Um, I, you know what? I had a... This is what I've been doing lately with uh, with uh, Amazon or just like ordering things in general online. I've been uh, saving up like uh, 
because I have to go to the, like the front office of the uh, apartment building I live in. Yeah. And uh, the guy down there is super nice, the kid that works there and signs for the packages and everything. But um, I don't know. I just don't like going there every day. I don't like uh, somebody being like, oh, somebody orders stuff every day. Oh, more jewelry, Mr. Reynolds? There's someone in my building that like gets, I think, I, I've never seen her. Yeah. I think she gets somewhere between three and ten packages a yeah, day. Yeah, right? And it, I don't know why. It's like, why do you live in New York City <laughs> if you're never going to leave the apartment? And, yeah. Like, it's my apartment building. All the apartments are the same. Mm-hmm. She can't fit all this stuff. There's just <laughs> some big boxes. I'm concerned about her. Um, I had to go in there. <laughs> what do you think? That you think she's stuck in there behind all the boxes? Yeah, I think <laughs> she might be stuck in the well, boxes. Well, that's the thing. Like a lot of times, stuff I order, I'm like, oh, I don't need this right away. So like, I'll wait till I've got a you know a few little things. It'll be you know stuff like around the house. I'm like, oh, I need to get some more of that, but uh, I'll order it. Um, but uh, it backfired on me the other day, and this relates to my story in the beginning, Tim, because uh, I had this big order saved, and I was so excited because uh, on Amazon, I had gotten what I thought I had gotten uh, such a good deal on salami. <laughs> my God, Tom. Uh, because I thought... How did you not save this for the beginning? I, I, can't I, forgot, you, uh, wow. I forgot about it. Yeah, because I was like... Uh, it, w- it was the same day I realized I really like salami. I was like, let me see if they got salami on Amazon. And they had two and a half pounds of salami for $9. That's a good price. No, I mean. That's a good price. It was good, good salami. Price. Yeah, I mean, I guess. It like, might have been more than. I'll look it up. At the butcher shop when I worked there, and this was 1998, 1999, <laughs> I want to say the good Genoa salami was probably. Three ninety nine a pound. Oh, it's at least. I got salami the other day. It was six dollars a pound on sale. Wow. Yeah. You got you. They, Tim, they it's got infl- you over you a barrel worked, there. You though. worked at the deli. You haven't kept up with the salami market. Well, Let that's me- the thing. Like it's. Uh, I'm used to not thinking of like things happening in my lifetime. Like mm-hmm. the fact that like inflation has happened. Yeah. And like that. Oh my God! You want to feel old? Uh, it's been fifteen years since you knew the price of salami <laughs> off the top of your head. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, that's why I could never run for president. I'm out of touch, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, George Bush with the the scanner at the yeah. supermarket. Yeah, no, you know, that that's that was almost me, Tim. If I could buy salami on Amazon, I can buy salami on Amazon. But uh, you know, I I think they like miss. They, this was like a misprice on there tcgte.com slash Amazon. Mm-hmm. You should just go there and drag the bookmarklet yeah. into your 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 bookmarks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. You guys just do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, yep. Thanks uh, to our American listeners. Happy Thanksgiving. Is Thanksgiving before this? Oh, uh, before it's, the next uh, one. Yeah. Before, yeah. Yeah. Gobble gobble. Tom Tom <laughs> Turkey is what we call him around here. <laughs> All right, see you next week. <laughs>